1: It is Friday right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So great to make it through the week with y'all. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm here with the one, the only DJ Nails. Nails, how are you doing on this
2: Friday? I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. You ready? <laughs>
1: Why are you thirsty on Friday?
2: Because it's freaky Friday. You know, we're going to go to the club oh and turn gosh. up on Friday. Lord, <laughs>
1: Lord, Lord, Lord. Well, what can we do? What can we turn up with this Black-Earant News?
2: Well, diversity offices hired in 2020. They're losing their jobs. And the ones that remain are mostly white.
1: Listen, this DEI thing, they are coming forward it they are trying to dismantle it y'all and it is very real and happening not just in Florida and Texas we're going to talk about that what else we got going on
2: it sounds like something from a movie, right here. Some UPS workers were among those arrested for allegedly moving cocaine through packages.
1: I mean, why not? That makes the perfect sense to me. <laughs> so this doesn't. This is very math is mathing type math for me. So there's that. Uh, we also got to shout out some Black Girl Magic. Twin sisters have been named valedictorian and salutatorian of their high school. I know they mama proud. I know they mama proud. And uh, J. Hud in Common latest black love couple out and about. So we're going to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that. We got a lot to talk about, y'all. There's a lot to talk about. There's like tea, there's news, there's all types of things because that's how it goes down here at the Amanda Seal Show. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It and give us a call at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 855 328 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. Sometimes nails, I just, I get tired. I mean, y'all don't understand. Between songs, I'd be up here just ranting. Because there's just so much nonsense that I hear. At some point, we're going to have to play the video of CeCe Wine and saying that she didn't want to do the Whitney Houston I'm Every Woman video because it says cast a spell in the beginning. And people were really like, it's witchcraft. And I just can't. I can't deal with it. We'll talk about it another time. What are we talking about right now, though?
2: Diversity, equality, and inclusion. The offices that a lot of companies end up hiring back in 2020, they're losing their jobs. And the ones who remain are mostly white. Now, we know this chicked up as a result of George Floyd and the black lives matter movement back in 2020 where you know we saw George Floyd murdered on camera and a lot of companies just felt a lot of guilt in that right so they started making this money available for positions like this for dni uh, at a bunch of companies but now we're starting to see those positions cut and and the people who they're keeping in those positions are all white
1: well first of all let's talk about the fact that like you have people like Ron DeSantis and Governor Abbott who are like targeting dei programs in their companies and also in like their schools in their, in their States and saying that these programs are actually oppressive and discriminatory to white people, that the actual DEI programs that are meant to pursue diversity, inclusion, and equality are oppressive to white people. That's their thought process. Now we must understand that that is absolutely not the case. The other thing is that Diversity equity inclusion was created for the sake of there being an actual like effort made to make sure that companies are reaching outside of their very insular circles when they are looking for talent, when they are looking for hires, and when they are elevating people. and not only just like the the actual like workers of the company, but also like the way the company interacts with the world, right? So in terms of their investments, in terms of their communities that they're working with, in terms of the content they're creating to take away diversity, equity, inclusion from these spaces is really just saying we don't care about that. But the tea though, Nails, is that a lot of the black people I know that were put in these positions were never empowered to actually utilize those positions. It was all just a bunch of BS. It was literally just something that was done as like cosmetics to make these companies look like, oh, we care, we're not racist, but ultimately like they would never actually empower the folks. So these DEI officers- Would be like, okay, we did this study, we put together this whole PowerPoint. Here's where we need to do this, here's where we need to do that. And they were never like given the green light. Like there was never a lot of times for folks, there was never really any attention really paid to what they were doing. And they realized, oh, I'm just put in this position just to make it look like they cared about something, just to like tick a box. All right, now tell me what's going on with the United Parcel Service. Uh, <laughs> looking more like the United Pyrex Service.
2: <laughs> Facts: A total of five UPS workers in Texas they got locked up for their role in this drug moving operation. So together they made these plans to move packages between March and October of 2022. Javier Mendoza, who's 48 years old, he provided the cocaine filled parcels. And then Jose Lozano, who's 58 years old, he provided fake labels. And then 45-year-old Enrique Gomez, he stored all the cocaine at his crib before all of them helped transport the cocaine. And all five are charged with, listen to this, conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute cocaine and possession with intent to distribute. And they face life plus a $10 million fine. Cause the authority seized 60 kilos. 60.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you now, <laughs> this ain't the first time they did this. Okay. <laughs> this is this is probably like the fifth, eleventh time. This is probably how they've been making their money. They probably only got the job at UPS in order to do this. Okay. <laughs> so this is their this has probably been their MO for quite some time. They all face life in prison. That's wild. And I'm sure the plug is not coming through to help them out right. the situation. So <laughs> You know, they got a lot of Mexican names in here. Mendoza, Salinas, Almanza. Um, I don't know, yo. Try and get across that border, y'all. <laughs> That's some real yes. narcos right here. <laughs> if they're going to go in prison. They're going to have a different life in prison and hang out and talk about the good old days when it was pushing coke. The reason I say that is because <laughs> I dated somebody that had, like, changed his life. And then I only met him when he had been, like, years into life change. But, like, he used to, like reminisce on when he used to like move weight from state to state and like talk about it like yeah my adrenaline used to be pumping and I was like I feel like you want to do that again
3: (laughs) <laughs> that concerns me.
1: That concerns me. We eventually broke up. Yeah, that needed to stop. Coming up next, though, uh, two women that do not concern me. Twin sisters named valedictorian and salutatorian of their high school. We can get our Women's History Month props on when we get back right here. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? I'm a very big supporter of education. I, I think it is the key to our liberation. So I really love this story.
2: Some black girl magic right in front of our eyes. Not just one, but twins. These twin sisters showing out. Uh, shout out to Gloria and Victoria Guerreri. They were named the valedictorian and salutatorian for the class of 2023 for Hempstead Secondary High School over in New York. They're three sport athletes and they're going to Yale after they finish school. Imagine how happy their mom feels right now.
1: Listen, they all they earned all state and all county honors in track. I mean, they're going to Yale. They're going to study computer science and artificial intelligence. This is awesome. And it's like they're they're like pushing each other. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's dope that they seem to have like a friendly sisterly competition here. And uh, I hope that it's being fostered and supported with love. Okay, because I know that it's got to be next level intense in that house (laughs) when you got this kind of brain power going on. So shout out to these two lovelies and we, we wish them the best as they step up into the next phase of their academic career. But I'm curious, like any of our listeners, like, did you have any like academic competition with your brother or sister, you know, where you guys were in the house and you were like friendly competitors? I don't I'm I'm an only child so like I don't know what that's like but I would love to hear from anyone who does know or if you're a parent of two kids that or three or four or five that are like we're going to outdo each other how do you support that like I was thinking about like Kelsey and um the mom who had the two sons in the Super Bowl it's like Oh yeah yeah and I saw a video of the mom finding the the son who won right and it was like mm-hmm. yay congrats and then she and then she found the son who lost and it was like
2: <sighs> hey, and someone
1: in the comments said a mother is always only as happy as their unhappiest child.
2: Yep. Man. And I thought
1: that was really, Man. I thought that was really interesting. So, anyways, give me a call, 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. Now coming up next, Jennifer Hudson and Common, Chicago's own. I've been out and about as a couple. Huh. We're gonna get the details. We're gonna get the details when we get back. So don't move. <laughs> The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, Nails, Mm -hmm. we've got some tea for the people today.
2: We got some juicy tea right here. Let's stir it up a little bit. So apparently Common has a juicy tea, (laughs) sweet tea with a little bit of Mm -hmm. creamer in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about this new couple that's been spotted out all over L.A., They've been doing a bad job hiding that they're in a relationship because they've been denying it publicly. Common and Jennifer Hudson, they've been spotted out in numerous places together and apparently not at the point where they're like, all right, damn, if they find out, they find out. They see us, they see us. It is what it is.
1: Well, when you said that there's creamer, I'm sure a lot of people thought that Common was dating a white girl. So that was a great Ah! misdirect right there. (laughs) <laughs> not the case. Um, yeah, apparently, you know, Common and Jay hud they are seeing each other, two Chicagoans. And let me just tell you something. Um, you know, they are both very successful people. But God dang, like, Common, like, one thing Common don't do is date no Common women. Okay? He does not date uh-huh. a regular broad. He only dates a celebrity. I mean, it, the 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 list, the list, the list. But you know what the thing is? You know what I think, Nails? I think everybody that date Common, and I'm not saying that J-Hud is one of them, but I think most women, when they date Common, they be like, I'm going to be the one. I really do. I think they're like, I'm going to be the one. It's going to be me. He's going to settle down. I know it. And I just, at this point, I hope anybody who's dating Common is really just like, I just want to have a good time. I just want to enjoy the ride. He's like the Lori Harvey of rappers, you know, like he only dates. (laughs) He only dates high profile folks. It's always a big thing when it comes out. You know, it seems like anytime someone dates him that they're holding it in high esteem, that they have, you know, made a catch. And so there you go.
2: Well, maybe I'm just putting this out there. Just Maybe he's serious this time because them two together, they would be like the official. They're one step away from being like an official EGOT couple. You know, the couples who won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Only Mm. thing Common has to win is a Tony, and then they make it official, and they'll be an EGOT couple. It'll be the first ever EGOT couple.
1: I I wish them the best. I wish them the best. I think if anybody knows J-Hud, they should tell her the immortal words of Big Gip to Andre 3000 in International Players Anthem. Uh Uh-oh. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Play your part three stacks. Play your part. Common is smart. Communist, market. Ooh, yeah, boy. I think so. so <laughs> you know, just saying, just saying. You over here, like she might be the one. I'm like, stop. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for I'm, him. I'm, yes, I'm always rooting for him. I'm always rooting. But you got to follow the trend. Sometimes you got to follow the trend. Remember what I said earlier in the show? Remember what I said? Trust everyone, but never sell your sword. Uh,
4: That's it. Uh,
1: all right, when we get back, we're going to go to the phone lines. We love when you all call in, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. So stick around to find out what our listeners are talking about right here on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up. we are, we are. We are.
2: Yo, thank you so much for being tapped in right here to the Amanda Seals show on this freaky Friday. I'm your boy Nails, and that's Amanda Seals. And we always like when you call us up and chime in on topics that you hear during the radio show or on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, call us up or save us in your phone book right now at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. In fact, we're about to go to the phone lines right now because we got somebody chiming in on this whole Jay-Z versus Lil Wayne best rapper alive battle.
3: Hey, come on, man. We all know Jay-Z a legend. He put it on work and he got classics for days. But Wayne aspired this whole generation of rap and beyond. Wayne is the greatest rapper of all time and he produced people like Drake and Nicki Minaj to the world, which are arguably the top in their class. But I'll give you one thing. Andre 3000 ain't no slouch, and I got Andre 3000 over Jay-Z for sure. But Wayne, Wayne's <laughs> just a different breed. He can do anything. rap out anything. We talking street. We talking anything you want to talk about. Metaphor, similes, above all of them. Wayne got the total package. I can't argue with
1: him. I hear you, but mm, Wayne don't have the hits the same way that Hove does. Like, Hove can also do all of that and then give you a hook. The other part that he said that really kind of, like, hit me was he was like, Wayne inspired all these rappers of today. Exactly. And they <laughs> ain't talking about na- nothing. Okay, I was scared you was going to go there too. <laughs> they ain't nothing to write home about. They ain't doing none of his lyricism. All the metaphors, similes that you're talking about, they ain't doing none of that. <laughs> nah, man. I, I mean, listen, lie. I think at the end of the day, it's subjective, right? It's like whatever floats your boat. I mean, I think if you are from the South, you're going to probably connect to Wayne more. If you're yep. from, you know, the, the East, you're going to connect to Hove more. I mean, that's also, like a age thing. I mean, Hove is significantly older than Wayne, so they have a mm-hmm. different um, style and how they were rocking. But don't sleep. I mean, you know, Jay Z was introducing folks. I, I, no, let me, let me not say that. Dame Dash was introducing folks. Jay Z was there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jay Z yeah. was there, but the people he was trying to introduce never really popped off. People like Emile, Memphis mm. Bleak, wow. you know, they never really. They never really hit. Wow. Whereas like Dame had brought in Cam. Dave brought in Beanie Siegel and state property. So, we you know. Is, isn't Hope responsible? And Kanye. For, yeah, yeah. what you say? say?
2: Kanye, Kanye and uh, Rihanna. Right? Jay-Z?
1: I mean, I don't know. Rihanna. I wouldn't say that Jay-Z is responsible for Rihanna. To my knowledge, I don't. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't recall him like having found her as a talent. But huh. I think that she, somebody did. And then was like, hey, can you get behind this talent? Which yes. is different. That's different than being like, yo, I see this. I'm going to rock with this. I'm going to push this. So I think that he, he,
0: Wayne does have him. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: on the being able to recognize talent and taking it to the next level because it's true Nikki and Drake are like in their own uh, category yep. they're in their own category they're I mean they're peers of Wayne's now yep. <laughs> they're peers yep. they ran so.
2: the 2010s
1: that's it hit me up 1-855-262-6328 do you feel the same way you got something you want to add I know y'all love talking about rappers <laughs> one of my favorite things to do as well so hit me up one eight five five amanda 8 keep it locked right here. We got to talk about Chris Rock. He's going to talk about his Oscar slap and his Netflix special. And I went to see his show, so I already know what he talked about. And uh, we're going to get into it when we come back to The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are, we are, we are. We the SEALs. This is your source for some laughs and some facts as we do right here. We stay on a we up, we up, we up, up vibration type thing, and we got some Blackcurrant news to give you on this, uh, this Friday. And some of these stories surprising me. Very surprising.
2: Yeah, our first one we're going to jump into. Agencies have 30 days to ban TikTok on government devices and that's coming from the White House.
1: That's coming from the White House, y'all. I mean, they've been talking about it, banning TikTok. I think people thought they were going to ban TikTok like in general from the whole country, but they're starting with government devices And we'll tell you all about why they're doing this As well as other places that have done this as well So we'll get into that What else we got going on?
2: I'm going to be tapped into this one Really focused on it This Saturday Chris Rock He's going to be talking about that slap That happened at the Oscars last year In a Netflix special
1: Yes, he is. And this is a live Netflix special. So, you know, he is actually, I think, the first person to be doing a special live with Netflix. And I actually went and saw him earlier this year. So I'm going to tell you all what I what. I'm not going to give away the jokes. I'm not going to give away the jokes, but I will Mm -hmm. tell you all my thoughts on the jokes when we come back. Also, Michael Irving's $100 million defamation lawsuit might be dismissed. This is the whole situation with the hotel. And then, you know, the lady in the hotel said that he was being a mess. And so then Fox dropped him from being able to be a part of the Super Bowl coverage. Yeah, we're going to get into that as well as the return of things I learned this week. So I'm going to tell you all some things that I learned this week. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right here when you come back. If you missed any of the show, just remember that you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. So listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back. Y'all it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist Got DJ nails here nails. Do you be TikToking? You're a TikToker.
2: I do TikTok. I do TikTok.
1: (laughs) Do you do the dances?
2: Nah, you won't catch me doing the dance. The only time I've done a dance on TikTok is when when my niece asked me to do it. That's the only time I've done a TikTok dance.
1: Do you feel like you spend more time on TikTok than any other app or is like, is it kind of equal? Like, what do you feel?
2: Nah, I spend more time on Twitter than any other app.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. OK. I know a lot of people really swear by TikTok and not because of like the dances, but I feel like a lot of people get a lot of information from TikTok. Oh. Apparently, that's stopping if you have a TikTok app on your government device.
2: Yeah. TikTok is being banned. And this is coming from the White House. They're giving agencies 30 days to remove TikTok from the government issued devices. And within 90 days, the, in, the agencies, they got to include in their contract that TikTok cannot be used on their government issued devices devices. And this is all just trying to clamp down on security because they have this fear or of, of the Chinese government forcing TikTok to give them information from Americans.
1: I mean, I don't think that's an unrealistic fear. Like, I mean, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance, I think. And China says that they feel like these bans reveal the United States insecurities. And uh, I mean, yeah there was like a spy balloon the other day so I feel like there's gotta be something here you know but America is not the only place that's doing these bans the European Union's executive branch they temporarily banned TikTok from employee phones plus Denmark and Canada have announced efforts to block TikTok on government issue phones I mean ultimately y'all why would a government phone need to have TikTok on it anyway like this is your work phone (laughs) why do you need to have TikTok on your work phone like this doesn't make any sense but just to get Y'all, some insight into why they are doing this. There was a law that China implemented in 2017 that requires companies to give the government any personal data relevant to the country's national security. Now, there's no evidence that TikTok, again, a Chinese owned company, there's no evidence that TikTok has turned over such data, but fears abound due to the vast amount of user data it collects. And we all know that these social media sites, because we saw Facebook get in trouble for this before, they all collect an immense amount of data. They sell it to the highest bidder for whatever cause, right? Like we don't know like necessarily what purpose they're selling it for. So I think there's definite cause To feel concerned about this being on government devices. I don't think that's crazy. And if they want to say it's insecurity, then, well, call me Tiffany.
4: Um, (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) It's fine. Um, All right, so let's talk about Chris Rock, my comedy brother. Tell me about what he got going
2: on. Well, he's finally going to be talking about the slap heard around the world. And this is happening tomorrow on stage during a live Netflix stand-up special And he's made quick mentions of it during some past shows or whatnot on stage. But tomorrow at 10 o'clock on Netflix, live from the Hippodrome Theater in Baltimore, Maryland, he's going to talk about it on stage. And ironically, this actually Mm -hmm. is a week before this year's Academy Award.
1: That's definitely not by accident. (laughs) I actually went and saw Chris... I went and saw Chris, uh, what time was that earlier this year? We went and saw Chris do this hour and yeah, when I saw Paul McCartney, he was working it out and we actually saw Ted Sarandos, the head of Netflix backstage. So they were talking about this and Chris was telling me that, you know, the live show was coming and he wanted to make sure that he's like, got it together and tight. And the material that he did about the slap, I was actually very Surprise at how he went in. He didn't keep it cute <laughs> at all, y'all. He does not keep it cute. Not that Chris Rock ever really does, but I was really kind of surprised that he went as far as he did because I think that he actually he actually showed like emotion in it in a way that I don't think people really see Chris Rock do. Like he usually, you know, he's the Joker. He's giving you setup punch and he's giving you the witticisms. But this one, you can see if it if it, if the live performance is anything close to what I saw here in L.A. He was giving you some feelings, some feelings, and I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, look out for Selective Outrage. It's streaming live on Netflix 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturday from the Hippodrome Theater in Baltimore, Maryland, a week before this year's Academy Award. Now, coming up next, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin filed a lawsuit against a lady who, or against a hotel, after somebody there said that he was disrespectful and it lost him a whole bunch of money. Well, we're going to talk about that case and how it might be dismissed when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, DJ Nails. Nails, tell us about Michael Irvin. I mean, you're going to file a lawsuit like this. You don't want it thrown out.
2: (laughs) For real, for real. His $100 million lawsuit, it might be dismissed. Now, remember, you mentioned this earlier during the show, the week of the Super Bowl, Fox ended up pulling Michael Irvin off of the screens for all their Super Bowl coverage because of an incident that happened at a hotel over in Glendale, Arizona. A woman at the hotel said that he was acting really crazy towards her or whatnot. Michael Irvin said it was just a 45-second handshake and exchange of pleasantries, and he went on his way. So he sued the Marriott for $100 million because he said they are not about to cancel him and make him the face of cancel culture. But apparently he out this in Texas, and Marriott is trying to get it moved to Arizona and then get it dismissed. <sighs>
1: I mean, he's not going to be the face of cancel culture. So you can just understand that. Like, I don't think anybody cares enough for him to be the face of cancel culture. Uh, Chris Brown is the case, is the face of cancel culture. And unless Michael Urban is going to start dancing, he ain't really got nobody, no, no competition in that, in that department. Okay. So you don't got to worry about that. But um, I'm still trying to understand like why this has even gone this far. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why was this? situation even happening what did he do that was so egregious that it caused for it to ricochet all the way to him losing his ability to be a part of the super bowl and now having to file this case i still it still hasn't even been made unclear because no claims of unwanted touching were made so as a result surveillance footage that could be used in the suit is also likely to be irrelevant because it won't have audio (laughs) yeah so like what is this
2: I think I I don't know. It sounds
1: very Arizona white woman. Oh,
2: (laughs) Facts. And I think Michael Irvin just sued for that hundred million so they could settle out for maybe twenty five, maybe
1: one thousand (laughs) percent. Yes, absolutely. But if it gets thrown out, then you're not getting nothing and you still have to pay your lawyers fees. So there's that. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. This feels like a very like convoluted case, but for his sake, it is very whack that this happened and there hasn't seemed to be any like real clear indication of him doing any wrongdoing that would cause this severe of a response. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you all up to date on that. All right. Up next, it's back. Things I learned this week. I gotta share with y'all some things I learned this week right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go nowhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Must learn things I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this Alright, y'all.
4: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Well, it is time for the return of Things I Learned this week. Now, you knew all Black History Month. We were having our favorite uh, hip TikTok and Instagram historians joining us with a Bet You Didn't Know segment. Well, I got to continue the knowledge sharing with some things that I learned this Black History Month. And since Black History Month just ended, I figured my first things I learned this week back would be an ode to Black History Month. All right. So some things I learned this week. One, I learned that there is a different word uh, in sign language for how to say black for black people than there is for others. So the same way that we have reclaimed the N word in the black community, whether you like it or not, that is a thing. And there is definitely this idea that, you know, only black people can say it in American sign language in the deaf community. They have the same thing for black as well. And this is because the sign for white person is very similar to the sign for beautiful. However, the sign for black person apparently is very similar to the sign for ugly. Yeah. And so, black folks in the non hearing community were like, nah, we need something that's ours, something that's powerful, something that's unique, something that we can use that's just for. Us. And so they came up with their own sign. Of course, it's an audio medium, so I can't really like show you all the sign. But I just thought that was really beautiful and dope. And I think a lot of people don't understand that within ASL, American Sign Language, there is actually AAVE. So there's African-American Vernacular English in American Sign Language. And it's not just one type of language just because they're talking with their hands. They got black hands on the black yeah, hand I love side it. as well. I
2: love it.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Things I learned this week. I also learned that just north of city hall on Duane and Elk street in New York city is an African burial ground. And it's been called the most important archeological find in New York city's entire history, y'all their entire history. And it was a site that was used between the 1630s and 1790s. And it was the largest and first cemetery specifically for both freed and enslaved Africans living in both new Amsterdam and New York, New York city. And It had, I don't know if people didn't know this, New York City had the largest enslaved population outside of Charleston, South Carolina. It did. And uh, it estimated that over 15,000 remains were in this six acre burial ground. And it was rediscovered in the nineties during construction of the federal building. And so during construction of this federal office building on Broadway, they determined there were too many bodies to fully excavate from the site. So 419 of them were removed given personalized hand-carved coffins, and they were reinterred in a ceremony in 2003. And the site itself has like a lot of intense research that went into it. So it has a lot of rich symbolism throughout it. So, you know, it's not just something that just threw together to be like, okay, here, black people be happy. So make sure if you are in New York, make this a part of your sightseeing. You know, you're going to go see the Statue of Liberty. You're going to go see the Empire State Building. Head on down to Duane and Elk Street which is down by wall street and go check out the African burial ground. It's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful Memorial. That's so dope. last but not least on this things I learned this week. Now we all know the black folks love us. Somebody be kind. ice cream. There's it's it's a, it's a thing within the black community. There's ginger ale, there's red Kool-Aid, there's butter pecan ice cream, right? <laughs> no cap. <laughs> but like why? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like where does this come from? Why? Turns out, now this one blew my whole mind. Did you know that during Jim Crow, many ice cream shops, even if they would serve black people, they wouldn't serve them vanilla ice cream. <laughs> they would only serve them chocolate. Y'all, they would not let black people eat vanilla ice cream. And so yeah. they would only serve them alternate flavors like butter pecan. Because if you're trying to say, okay, I could only eat chocolate, I'm gonna be like, no, nah, I don't want chocolate. I don't want chocolate. You don't give me chocolate. So that, they say, is a reason why butter pecan has become a staple in the black community because oh. it was an alternative to chocolate when they wouldn't serve us vanilla. Dang and by the no. way, the, the person who created vanilla was a former slave. I think he may have been a slave who actually like tweaked and honed and perfected the vanilla flavor. Oh. So that, y'all, is my... Things I learned this week. Let me know if you learned anything this week. I, I love when you all tell me about things you learned this week. So make sure you give us a call. one amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 Let me know about something that you learned that we can all share amongst each other. All right. Even if you learned that, like, your boss is whack, we want to know. We want to know. Hit us up. We got more of The Amanda Seal Show next. The
2: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up we back here on the Amanda Seal Show on this freaky Friday. We hope you're getting that positive mind frame going into the weekend, man. If you missed any part of the show, just a reminder to let you know that you can actually get the show in full episodes wherever you get your podcast. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show. Also, our phone lines are always open at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines right now.
4: Hi, Amanda. This is Rodney from Langhorne, Pennsylvania. I just want to say how amazing you are. You are very refreshing, a refreshing change to radio, especially morning radio. You are funny, intelligent, okay, and also beautiful. I just wanted to express that thought. A pleasure listening to you. I just started listening to you this week, and I am going to continue listening to you every day of the week. All right, Rodney. Thank you. Rodney from Langhorne. Uh, my organization is called Salute to Service. Salute with the number two. So it's salute2service.org. Not trying to plug myself, but just trying to let you know how awesome you are. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, shout out to Rodney and salute to service.org. Let me Google salute to service.org and see what they are all about. I that that really means a lot to me because we are definitely trying to do something different over here and not just give you the same old same old that you're hearing on the radio. So, Salute to Service is a veterans uh crisis line. So, shout out to Rodney oh, from Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Oh. Uh my my man is a vet. Is a is a Navy vet. So, Salute to Service is a veterans crisis line. And uh, they have events and you can volunteer and donate and all that good stuff. So shout out to Rodney. And why not plug your thing? Plug your stuff, man. Plug it away. Plug it away. You know some dope We are here plugging away. We do know a dope Rodney. Shout out to Supreme. Uh, We are here (laughs) plugging away at a Friday, and we are still going to be in the building when we come back, so don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show, and if you want to be like Rodney and give us a call, all you got to do is hit us up. 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we're going to talk about Pharrell Williams. He's busy! First it was Louis Vuitton, now we got something else going on. Stick around to find out what it is. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We Y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here for ya, giving you nothing but the facts and laughs and all that good stuff. DJ Nails, we are... We are here on a Friday. We are pushing through. I know y'all are looking at that clock like, is it almost over? Is it almost (laughs) over? Well, you know, (laughs) I wish the best for you to get to your weekend as soon as possible. And we're going to get you there as smooth as possible. What we got coming up this hour?
2: Our first talk uh, in Black News, a man tried to board a flight with an AR-15?
1: You know, these are the things Listen, I think TSA is like a complete waste of time But this right here might make me say You know what, perhaps it is necessary Perhaps it is necessary What else we got cracking off?
2: Uh, Also, there's uh, James Bond books They're being edited To avoid offensive to modern audience languages
1: I mean, I guess at this point, you know, there's good and bad with these types of things. I personally have an opinion on this that I think a lot of you all will be surprised by. So stick around to find out what that is. Also, we got Pharrell Williams. Shout to P. He's launching the third annual Black Ambition Project. So we're going to tell you what the BAP is all about and... I gotta talk about these braiding prices, y'all. I don't know if it's just me, but I just feel like the prices for braiding is getting out of hand, and I need to put it out there to y'all so y'all can call in and let me know if I'm bugging, okay? Stick around with us. Make sure you follow us on social media at Seals Set It and give us a call, 1 262 6328. That's 1 Amanda 8. It's the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Some things, however, are not a laughing matter like this nails.
2: Yeah, this man over in Jersey. Guess what? He was headed to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, of all places down to Florida. Mm-hmm. He tried to hop on a plane with an AR-15, a taser and a fake U.S. Marshall badge. At first I saw this. I was like, damn, is this Herschel Walker? But no, mm-hmm. it's actually a guy named Certes uh, Clowden. He was charged with all this unlawful possession of firearms and ammo by a convicted felon and fraudulent possession of an identification document and authentication feature of the United States. All got caught during a screening process.
1: Okay, but here's my thing. It was in a checked bag. You're not allowed to put an AR-15 in a checked bag on a plane? I thought you can check a gun.
2: You got to take it apart. You can't put it on like as you know one piece together you got to take your guns apart when you're taking it on a plane
1: oh okay i mean i think what really sent him over the edge was the fraudulent possession of an identification document of an actual like officer of the law and you're a convicted felon. I don't know what people be thinking they doing. and no. you know, I guess some people just really aren't that smart. Maybe that's how he ended up getting convicted because he wasn't really good at crime. <laughs> Cause baby, this ain't it. This ain't it. Okay. This ain't it. And I will tell you the charge of being a felon in possession of a firearm carries a maximum sentence of 10 years and a fine. That's going to hit you even harder than the sentence. A fine yep. of up to $250,000 while fraudulent possession of an identification document can carry a maximum sentence of 15 years, a fine, or both. So we shall see. Now, so far this year, they say more than 800 firearms have been intercepted at airport checkpoints. Nah, I don't know if I really believe that. I don't know. TSA, I don't know. I don't know. TSA <laughs> agents out there, y'all really find the firearms. Give me a call, 1 855 Amanda A. Let me know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not respecting the TSA of it as I should, but I'm sitting here right here and I just found that I had a TSA notice of baggage inspection oh, damn. right here, like <laughs> on my desk. <laughs> Literally on my desk. Uh, coming up next, Pharrell Williams launches the third annual Black Ambition Project. We're going to talk about it next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are.
4: So, maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken, they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba.
1: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Shout out to Pharrell. Williams let's talk about P. what's he got cracking off
2: he's doing some legendary stuff man he just launched the third annual black ambition project to uplift black and brown communities he's already awarded what 65 creators with up to six million dollars and they've seen a 45 percent decrease in financing for black entrepreneurs in 2022 as we called it the guilt money from George Floyd's murder Mm. um but, you know, through its Black Ambition Prize competition, this year, the grand prize is going to be one million dollars and 15 other teams will actually get awards between fifteen thousand dollars to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They're going to get exclusive access to um, exclusive access to things, to materials and things they need to grow. And also some town hall meetings, some life coaching, group coaching and one on one sessions, all this it's going to be uh actually all this is available for people who want to apply all the way up till May 8th and the website is blackambitionprize.com if you want to log on and and put your application in.
1: All right. You can get you in the mix. This year, they also are going to provide a unique black ambition prize application track for HBCU students and alums with the opportunity to win up to 200,000 through the HBCU prize. So really like seeing, you know, just the money being put to good use and folks getting the opportunity to come up and listen, It's real easy to be like, money is not that important. But I had a professor who once said, money is a delightful enabler. And when you're (laughs) creative or you have ambition, like a lot of the reason why black folks are unable to get things off the ground is because a lot of times we don't have that capital. You know, we don't have that lump sum that's needed to, like, get everything that we need to, like, move forward. And so this can help a lot of folks get things cracking. So shout out to P for putting this together. We got more of The Amanda Seal Show coming up next. Speaking of getting things cracking, these braiding prices these days, yo, y'all is really trying to crack the ceiling, okay? I feel like they're trying to—I feel like the braiders came together and said, you know what? It's time to elevate into a new tax bracket. We're going to talk about it when we come back right here to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are- we are, we are. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Now, Nails. Yes. I know that the barbers, there's a whole thing that's been happening lately with the barbers. Barbers been charging a little bit more for, for the haircuts these days, right? Yeah. Is this true?
2: Yeah. Inflation prices. <laughs>
1: So, you know, the same thing has been happening with the braids. Now, I've been seeing rumblings of this on the internets where people are like, yo, like these hair de- hairstylists is wild. And, you know, they're charging you if they if you come 10 minutes late, they're giving you extra fees if they want to wash. If you have to have your hair washed, et cetera, et cetera. And I had never experienced it myself until I wanted my sister. She Well, my sister wanted to get her hair braided because she is about to have a baby and she doesn't want to have to worry about her hair when she has the baby. So I was like, all right, well, I'll pay for you to get your hair braided. yo." The Braiders, are y'all ready? The Braiders cost me six hundred and seventy-five dollars. What? Six hundred and seventy-five dollars. Hell no. No, that's crazy. Six hundred and seventy-five dollars. Now let me tell you the breakdown. They said it was four fifty for the actual like fee. Then it was another hundred because they said that her hair was longer than her shoulders. Now I don't know about y'all, but I ain't never heard nobody getting their hair braided to their shoulders. Like that's not a thing. Nobody's getting a bob. Okay. (laughs) Then it was another seventy-five to go to her house to do it when they live when the the shop was like seven minutes away from her house. Then it was another fifty for the hair. Six hundred and seventy-five dollars, and I just feel like that's an exorbitant price. Am I bugging? Am I bugging y'all please? Because I get my hair in twists and it ain't even nothing close to that, but I would love to hear from you guys. And I want to know like from the braiders as well. Like why has the price like gone up? Why have the, why have we fat jode the price of braiding? <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. Please share with me. one 262 6328 1-855-AMANDA-8. Can you hear my eyebrows? They're touching because they're so confused. They're confused.
2: I feel like I when just, you started talking about so this a story, call. a lot of people and a lot of black women were saying like, Amanda, yes, girl, they charging, da 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 When you said 600-something dollars, I was like, damn, you paying for you and your sister to get your hair done? Listen,
1: I'm like this is what who who can afford this? I can't even afford that, y'all. I had to really sit down and think to myself like, you're doing it for a good cause. This is for a good cause. You're a good sister. This is for a good cause because I was like, we may have to reschedule with somebody. So I said, "No, no, no." We're going to stick with the plan. We're going to stick with the plan. But I would love to hear from you all. That's my plan, to hear from you all. 1-855-262-6328. Up next, we go to the phone lines to hear what you have to say. Don't go nowhere. See Amanda Seale's show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
2: Almost to the weekend. See Amanda Seal show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Listen, 855 Amanda 8. That's 855 262 6328. The battle of the GOAT continues. A lot of people chiming in on this Jay-Z versus Lil Wayne argument. What you gotta say?
3: Miss Seal, we cannot forget the great Wayne once said you better use a latex because you don't want that late text that I think I'm latex. We can't, we can't discredit. Weeze, he is number one, yeah, Andre's the greatest, he is absolutely great, but when it comes to times and how many times they've created this metaphor thing, Wayne is metaphors, that's what his raps is. his raps is metaphoric and stories, like the Carter Three alone was enough. told that, talk. Talk that talk.
0: <laughs> I
1: stand by, <laughs> I stand by my statements, um. I think this is great fodder and banter. And I just love that y'all are calling in with receipts. That's what I really love hearing. I love that y'all are coming in with lyrics. Gotta use that latex so you don't get that latex. Say it, I'm latex. That's yes, that yeah. that's that's a bar. That is a bar. Nonetheless, for me it is always three stacks. But I want to hear from you all, so keep on calling, keep on calling. All right. One eight five five Amanda H. Now coming up next, in the midst of a two million dollar lawsuit. There is good news for Howard University. Hmm. We're gonna tell you what it is when we get back to the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. This hour it's a Friday and uh, we have been here all week giving you all nothing but the goodness. Make sure that you check us out wherever you get your podcasts at. Make sure you also listen to my po- my podcast Small Doses on the Urban One Podcast Network, and you can also watch Small Doses on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. So make sure you get some time to take in that goodness because we got some good stuff going on, and we have some good stuff going on here. We got some Blackeret news, and uh, what are we going to talk
3: about now? Yeah.
2: Earlier this week, we talked about Howard University being sued by a former student who claimed racial discrimination. Well, we got some good news to celebrate with Howard University this hour.
1: Yes, we do. We have some good news to celebrate with Howard University. And I think that this is also, I hope, to be the beginning of other HBCUs following in their footsteps. So stick around to find out what that's all about. What else we got talking about?
2: Michael B. Jordan, he got down to his skippies. (laughs) Or is it skimmies? Or is it just birthday suit. Anyway, we'll talk about what he did coming up this hour with Calvin Klein.
1: Yes, 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 y'all. We got to talk about that. You know, he went from being corny to making the girls... Ho- <laughs> yes, stick around for that. Stick around for that. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all social media at Seal said it and give us a call at 1-855- AMANDA8. That's 1-855-262- 6328 Listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seal show. Welcome back, y'all. This is The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, here with DJ Nails, and it is time to get into some Blackery News.
2: Big congratulations to Howard University swimming team, and They just made some history during Black History Month by becoming the first all-black HBCU collegiate swim team to cover the legendary and iconic Sports Illustrated magazine. Y'all should take some pride I in that it. right there. Yeah, they're on the cover. I
1: love it because, as we all know, the stereotype of black people can't swim is tired, (laughs) okay? We weren't even allowed to swim in these pools. But you see, we changing the narrative and... It is beautiful that it is an HBCU and one of the best known HBCUs that is giving their students this opportunity to create a swimming and diving program. They're the only HBCU swim and dive program. And I was saying earlier, you know, we just saw this university do the same thing with the gymnastics team. And just like that, right behind them, Talladega also creating a gymnastics team. So I'm hoping that this will set off a trend because, you know, wherever we enter a sport, we come there. Oh we show Okay. We, we just been letting y'all have swimming we just been letting y'all have swimming
4: we For show real. up and show out
1: <laughs> it's going down on the court, it's going down on the field well y'all, now it's going down in the pool alright and I, I, the next thing I want to see is a black HBCU water polo team
3: Whew. I'll let me tell the you their stands too. are going to be
1: packed their stands are going to be packed because listen the ladies are going to come to watch all of these built upper body brothers and the water dripping all over their body I'm telling you <laughs> I'm telling you y'all I'm just trying to tell you it's it's a thing so anyways give me a call one amanda 8 that's one 262 6328 coming up next Michael B. Jordan has linked up with Calvin Klein we'll drop the details next on the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we are We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, This guy has been in the news recently. You know, first it was because his his ex has got a new boo. Then it was because he was saying on the red carpet that he remembered when somebody called him corny. And now this brother is going to be the next in a line of models for a famous line. What is it? Who is it? Tell us, Nails.
2: Michael B. Jordan, AKA Mr. Creed. Well, ladies went crazy when they saw this all over social media earlier this week. This man is now going to be the face of Calvin Klein's spring 2023 campaign. It's pictures and videos of him in his skinnies and his butt wanging, butt naked, but he in his skinnies all over social media. And people are just reposting it right now, going crazy over his muscles.
1: I mean, listen, this is a big deal. I remember when these Calvin Klein ads came out like in the early, I think it was early 2000s. It was a big deal. I remember being in New York and seeing like the giant billboards and whatnot. So he's a part of a a long legacy of bad days, of bad days <laughs> in Calvin Klein's skivvies. So and it's also going to be a very, very nice check. So congratulations to him for that. And also we love we love a beautiful brother. We love a beautiful brother, which is why we also are going to go see Creed because there's two of them in the same movie. Yes, just uh, Jonathan Majors and Mr... Um, why am I blanking Mr Michael B Jordan in Creed three Creed two Creed three in Creed, Creed three and it opens this weekend nationwide make sure you go out and support so they can get their first weekend sales
2: and I believe this is Michael B Jordan's directorial debut as well he directed this movie
1: oh look at that a whole other level y'all that's a big deal directing is not something to be taken lightly people say telling and tell me like Amanda you should direct I'm like easy yeah Things I learned this week is next on The Amanda Seal Show. Stick around to find out what I learned. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all it has been a fabulous week again here at the Amanda Seal show thank y'all so much for rocking out with us and for giving us your calls 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's one 262 we're back on Monday with more Blackheart news plus we got the big upload down and the usual shenanigans that go down right here at the Amanda Seal show plus we got to talk about why CeCe Winans was talking about why she declined being in the I'm Every Woman video and I'm not really feeling it so we're going to talk about that and also millions of Americans Will lose monthly food stamps We're going to get into it right here on the show Nails, where can they get the show if they missed out?
2: If you missed out on it, you can get the show Wherever you get your podcast Just type in Amanda Seals Show So you can get those brand new episodes Wherever you get your podcast And you can also stay connected with us on social media Especially if you want to see what we're getting into this weekend At Seals Said It all right? At Seals Said It on all social media platforms And you can follow Amanda Seals At Amanda Seals And me at DJ Nails with a Z
1: There you have it, y'all. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe this weekend, and we'll see you next
3: Monday. The Amanda Steel Show. We up, we up, we up.